Hi, this is MR Explorer. I'm Z Johnson, your host, and today I have the lucky chance to be sitting at uh, Harvard University. I actually have been in Boston for the week, and I decided to hop over to Cambridge and check out Harvard University, and I am so incredibly glad I did. Not only is it a beautiful campus, it's a beautiful day to be exploring campus. It's warm, it's, uh, there's not a cloud in the sky, and the campus has been absolutely stunningly gorgeous, just taken me by surprise. The history, the beauty, the brickwork, it's all just been amazing. Well, I've been taking in this whole experience, I've also been thinking about the market research industry, where it's going, and our partnership, or perhaps lack thereof, with the education industry. Not education industry, but education institutions, especially colleges and universities. And what got me thinking about this isn't the only the fact that I am sitting um, on the section of Harvard's campus that has the business school. But also just my experience lately with seeing um, some new advancements or changes, I should say, in the types of courses that are being shared or that are being offered as part of a market research or market insights function. or market research education program. And one thing that particularly caught my eye was, I don't remember what university it was or what educational institution it was, but they were including courses that had to do with R and Python to deal more with unstructured data, to deal more with pulling various pieces of data together, uh, to do the, to gather the insights that are needed. And I've been thinking a lot lately about the way that the insights function is currently changing some places slower than others. But as you heard me talk about at IIEX, realizing that these insights functions that are just starting in any organization are starting where insights functions that have existed for 20 some odd years are trying to get. And that is because these insights roles, these new insights roles are just that, they're new, they are tend, they tend to be already underfunded. And because of that, they need to get creative in the way that they are able to take advantage of the data. So they are, they seem more likely to take advantage of data that already exists, that already has been gathered through various channels, whether that be um, third-party information that is syndicated or whether it's first-party information that has been acquired either from receipt data or from uh, information about people who have visited the the store or the the company. But they're getting this information that exists already and seeing how much of the business questions they're able to answer using that information, which means that the other part of the insights industry is also seeing a change. And that is the part of the industry that we have often referred to as the vendor side. And it's starting to make me think about the way the last episode that I had recorded had to do with changing our vernacular about how we refer to 
uh, vendors and needing to refer to them more as partners. And as I've been thinking about that, I've been also been thinking about the way that so many of these companies who have traditionally been market research providers or market research suppliers, how many of them are turning into DIY functions or are providing DIY functions and the uptick in adoption of those functions by insights teams? And this has led me to start to think about the, uh, this all has come full circle with the tools or the skills that are now being taught as part of some of the curriculum for market research education having to do with how to mine that data. And I've just been thinking about the need that we have in our industry to do a few things better. There's always room for improvement, right? But in this particular case, I've been thinking of along the lines of three things primarily. First, how is it that we can do a better job of not just teaching the hard skills that are needed, and by hard skills I mean those skills that are um, easy to teach. So skills that uh, include things like how to program in R, how to program in Python, how to write a survey, um, how to do data analysis, but also the soft skills that are needed, such as how to figure out if your stakeholder really is giving you the business question that is going to get them the answers that they need for the business decision that they actually are on the hook to make. How is it that a market insights professional can earn a seat at the table so that they are brought in early into a product cycle rather than late into a product cycle? to move from being reactive to being proactive in the way that they are providing those insights. And so that's that's thing number one, is needing to acknowledge that we not only have a need for the hard skills, but we also have a need for the soft skills. And some of those soft skills are the things that perhaps are changing even more than the hard skills are. Second, as we work on the curriculum, that exists across different educational institutions to help insights professionals get better at their roles. We also need to do a much better job of defining what these roles are that are in the insights industry. For too long, we have had people who end up accidentally landing in the insights industry in an insights role. I can't help but wonder how many people we've lost out on the opportunity to have them contribute to the insights industry simply because they weren't aware early enough in their careers about the fact that this industry even existed and was an option for them. We still don't have enough universities. I personally think we don't have enough universities across the globe that are offering a market insights curriculum, a standalone curriculum that offers (coughs) classes that are specific to performing market research functions or market insights functions in in any variety. And third, I think in the corporate world as corporate researchers and as anyone who is working in the insights industry, really, whether that is the corporate side or whether that is for one of these market research suppliers or these partners, whichever side of the partnership equation you're on, we need to be partnering with the educational institutions much closer. And I think 
we would find that there is a two-way conversation that ends up happening. One, we are able to provide a better insight. <laughs> See how what I did there? We are able to provide a better insight to the educational institutions on what the insights function is today and what the insights function is becoming, not just what it is today and what it's been in the past, but where it's going in the future. In return, we'll have educational institutions who are helping us hone our message better to better define what it is that an insights professional does on a day-to-day basis. And in doing that, we can start to fill a pipeline of people who are looking for the opportunity to play a role in the insights industry, not just data scientists who are interested in getting into the data, but people who are really interested and excited about the idea of taking those insights in the data, working with the clients at all levels of a company to determine the business needs and the business questions and do the storytelling that then is required to help influence and make an impact on those business decisions that ultimately lead us to always having a seat at the table from the very beginning of a product development's life cycle instead of at the very end or towards the very end when the product has already been decided and now we're caught in a loop of trying to fix things or trying to convince an engineering team or a development team that they need to be making a change after they've already invested so much time and effort and energy into creating this thing that they already want to launch into market. And now the insights professional is stuck just trying to help them understand where's the best market for them to get instead of what is the best product that they could be developing for a larger market or even for the market that they intended anyhow. So in short, I think we have a lot of work that we can do There's always room for improvement in any industry, but I think there is a lot more that we could be doing in partnership, both um, from the education institutions as well as from those of us who are in career, er, who have spent our careers in the insights function, any insights function, because I think as we continue to see an evolution, as we continue to see changes in the expectations that are placed upon insights professionals, we are going to need to arm the insights professionals of tomorrow with the skills, both hard and soft, that they're going to need to be successful in these roles and to help them better understand what these roles are in the first place and the impact that they can have and get them excited about this about these roles so that we do a much we have a much easier time of being able to find people to fill those roles whether you're an Ipsos or a Zappi or a Kantar or a PNG Procter and Gamble anywhere you are on the on this insights path on this insights in this in, insights industry that it's going to be a much easier time of finding those skills and finding those people with those skills and with that passion and with that desire to make that kind of an impact and have that kind of role within any kind of company. Well, this has been a fantastic time sitting here on Harvard's business school campus um, recording this episode of MR Explorer. I look forward to hearing your thoughts on it. Please connect with me on Twitter at Z-O-N-T-Z-I-R-Y or on LinkedIn. If you just search for Z Johnson, you'll find me. 
And thank you for listening to MR Explorer. I hope to hear I hope to hear from you and I hope to record again soon.